Alright, dude, we got... We got some time. This is the time. Let's talk about um, Aaron Judge. Um, 62 home runs, bro. Pretty fucking special. Um, I've got a great video I want to show you. Um, but before we do that, why don't you have a few few words to say and I'll pull this fucker up. I'll, first of all, I mean, just those people that decided to watch the game i watched the doubleheader the first game was rough to watch then the second game um you know he didn't doesn't take long to get out there and, and smash a home run which is nice and it was a beautiful moment because you're sitting there watching this like unbelievable feat just be broken right mm -hmm. and then what In the second inning you see uh garrett cole come out and break the Yankees strikeout record for a single season, which is an unbelievable feat if you think about it, and ends the game with 257 strikeouts uh, for the season, which is another crazy stat. But get back to Judge because that's what we're talking about right now. It, it is unbelievable to see how Aaron Judge was able to step up and do this because there was the weight of the, the world on his shoulders the last couple of weeks, um, you know, I thought he was going to have a chance at this triple crown and, you know, he might still have a chance if he goes five for five and the, you know, whoever he's uh, up against a uh, Minnesota player right now goes over five, but just the unbelievable amount of energy and um, just power. And this is, this is not it, Mark. Yeah. This is a road to 62. So this is all. Oh, okay. Great. 62 home runs, bro. I'm going to play this and I'll be right back. Yeah, man. All right. Let's see it. I love his swing, first of all. And if you're a Yankees fan or you're a fan of baseball, the way this man swings is just unbelievable. Oh, man. Just crazy. Crazy, crazy. You wonder if he hit his last regular season home run for the Yankees. A lot of people are talking about it right now. Um I, you know, NBA experts experts are saying stuff like that. Aaron Judge is uh, going to get a crazy um, contract offer from the San Francisco Giants, uh, which is something to watch because it, it's going to have to be a crazy offer for uh, the Yankees to get beat here. But man, here we go: 56, 57, 58, 59, 60, 61, and 62, baby. That was just <laughs> unbelievable, man. You see that fan Yo, that so, jumped down the, the bullpen there? Yeah. But he the, the thing is he jumped before the ball went there. Did you notice that? Yeah, I think he was I think he was just seeing if it went short, he could get in it. Yeah, yeah. He was covering anything short. Exactly. Sure. But I like, think he was just doubling the down. The timing is crazy because it's like why pause. Why jump that early? Yeah, he's already, he's already going down. Yeah. And then he's down. Man, how far that has to be at least 12, 14 feet. My thing is, you don't get to keep the ball. If you're down. My, that's my thought, right? I, I think. Like, I think if at you that go point, somewhere you're not supposed to go, they can't. What about all those guys that ran out in the green on that field? After, yeah. um, I mean, again, there's areas you're not supposed to go on, but people do to get the ball. So, I, I mean. Just put it, put it down in with your balls and dude, be like, I didn't get anything. Yeah. And then if you give get it to it out of judge, there. just be like, man, I left my man man stuff on there for you you know like 
my smegma. Oh, would you give it away, dude? What would you do with it if you had? No, because I, I heard the guy is not talking about it. Yeah, he's not saying what he's doing. Yeah, he was. They asked him, and there's like nothing. But he's giving the name and uh, number to everybody. But the real reality is, is that we all know what he's gonna do. He's from Texas, and he's gonna get that money because they're estimating that ball is worth five million dollars. Like, oh, really? They went up that high. Five million. Listen, and because it's number sixty-two, and it's been this long with Aaron Judge being a Yankee, I, five million to me is a soft estimate. Like five million is is what I would insure the ball for, just in case something happened to it. But I'm not taking anything less than seven and a half. Well, um, that's rough, bro. Seven and a half might you might not be getting that much. You Listen, if someone's willing to pay $5 million, it's because you're ultra-rich already. Right. Yeah, five is going to be like nothing. Well, they want seven instead of five? Oh, fuck it. I don't care. That's $2.5 million. Then That means they don't get two nice cars next year. Well, but, yeah, but, like, the difference between five and seven and a half is, like, the difference between, like, one of the most expensive collectibles ever versus the most expensive collectible sure. ever. So, I mean, you're, you're saying that it is the most expensive collectible ever, in I, your opinion. I mean, think so, about like, think about like this. Why not? You got it. You got it. Why not get what it's worth? Yankees, 62. Yeah. You know, that in itself is a special feat. You know, like those two things together. If this was a small market team or whatever, like, then no, this isn't worth that much money. But, I mean, if you're a New York Yankees fan and you have a shit ton of money, are you telling me that you're not going to pay whatever it takes to get that ball in your collection? Yeah, dude. You're right. You're right. And, you know, we have seen, like, McGuire's ball lose all its value. You know, Bonds, you know, never took off. Like All these things can happen. But I think Judge is the right guy. It's a good investment, dude. So let's talk about this. Um, we had Seve, um get a no-no through seven, and Boone pulls him out, and he... He had some trouble handling it, right? Boone's like, hey, it's over. And Pitch count, man. Just straight up. What? Pitch count, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and and I understand him. him. I understand. You got to let me go one more inning. Right. To figure out if I could do this. But the problem is, is like he just came back from being injured. You know, like he just got back. You can't go out there. And as much as like I feel bad for Sevy, I'm proud of Boone for taking care of his fucking arm. Like Sevy's yeah. gonna be better about this do forever, it, right? We've what? been talking about you know taking care of players is so important. That's been like the theme of this whole fucking episode, even like the last five shows. Ever since Tua, like we haven't even really been able to talk about anything else. Nope. It's just like these motherfucking bums, these owners and these um, greedy these motherfuckers, scam artists, Doctor Oz style doctors who sit there and do things that like they w- you would never do to somebody who wasn't like. Like, who is actually paying you for their advice. But since the doctor's being paid by the owner, then it skews their information, and then we see bad things happening. But right here, you see a player, and this is why we know that deep down, the players don't want to turn over their ability to play to an independent, you know, arbitrator or whatever, because they'll say, hey, you've hit your pitch count. It's an analytic decision. And he's saying, no, this is an emotional decision. And I understand both arguments, but in the end... um, Kudos to Boone because in the end, if you don't have people making these types of decisions, then no matter how successful you are, 
Like you need to find somebody else to manage your organization. Sure. If you, if your organization cares about what's best for your their players, which is ultimately sure. is an, an investment. Well, and you ever hear how many uh, uh, pitches that Nolan Ryan pitched the most in one game? No, I I, I don't know. This. All right, so. This is a different time, different mechanics of a pitcher and all that other stuff before, you know, they knew a lot of the stuff they do now. But in the um, game that he said that he post- pitched the most game, he said it was like 260 pitches in the game. Right? Like, pitchers don't go above, you know, 120 now. I mean, you might see a pitcher in the ninth inning on a no-no or, you know, a shutout or something like that that they push the, the envelope once in a while. But they don't do that shit anymore, man. And yeah. I, I look at that as, as as a you know as a society we've changed to take care of these players instead of being like hey Nolan it's tough luck man we got a double header hey, old school baseball double headers the pitchers would pitch double headers you know like yeah it, we've come a long ways but we still have got to come you know further and I understand the frustration with Sevi I feel his pain deeply but again I'm proud of Boone for making the hard call and and one day when Sevi's pitching in his you know late 30s and 40s he can maybe look back and be appreciative of Boone as well for not pushing the envelope on him I agree man I think it's going to be one of those things where as a competitor you're not going to want to admit but it's going to take time sure. to recognize 